0: Uh, If you will stand for the reading of the word. For the last several weeks, we have been dealing with um, a contagious fellowship. Because that's what we are. Uh, Be careful using the term church. uh, Because a lot of people are not ready to handle church. Church, uh, people start thinking about some donut head or some ugly person that used to go, you know, and they'll say, you know, but, but this is where we gather to fellowship. This is the St. James yes. fellowship that was organized in 1927. and 27. Uh, so fellowship of believers. This is where we gather um, people from all over the world is gathering in Austin for South by Southwest. Now, uh, we gather at Darrell K. Royal Stadium for bat, for football and we gather. This is where we uh, gather, St. James Fellowship. I, uh, uh, I don't believe any of our members have a home large enough for all of us to gather in, you know, and and you all heard me say it before, if I did have a house long enough, I don't want y'all at my house. Amen. Well, amen. Amen. Because somebody will park on my grass, you know. and You know how people do. Leave the refrigerator door open, drink out of my orange juice, change my channel on Hulu, and I have to try to find it back. So we gather over here in this fellowship, uh, a contagious fellowship, and we have been looking at the first church. I've discovered if you want to succeed, you get around people who are succeeding in what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. I, I don't hang out with losers. You know when I played basketball, I played with the best players. Amen. I didn't hang out with nobody sitting on the corner smoking and drinking talking about you'll never dunk. I don't. I hung out with people who were doing and that was some of y'all. That's some of y'all problem. Y'all keep hanging out with a bunch of losers. They're not going anywhere. Amen. And they'll talk you out of going. Amen. So if you want to be successful, you hang out with people or study the lives of people who are successful. A few weeks ago, I had the chance to go see uh, Michelle Obama. And boy, and I got full of pride, just feeling good to be a black American and see her. Uh, the the only black first lady in the history, and uh, I mean from Southside Chicago, man, it just, you know. So if I was a, if I want to be proud, then I'm gonna hang out, try to talk to Barack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna talk to my Uncle John, my pride, who <laughs> never been no further than Henderson. I'm not talking. To him. And, so if you want to be successful, you emulate successful people. I would love to have a talk with Oprah, you know. And that's the same way in the church. The reason why a lot of our churches, our fellowships are failing, we have the wrong model. What's wrong with some of your marriages? You got the wrong model. Your model should come from the scripture. Husband, love your wives as Christ loved the church, see. Christ is our model, see. And so the the New Testament church, so the, the second chapter of the Acts of the Apostles, and we have been looking at, and we're looking at verses 41 through 46. But I have chopped that up, and I'll just deal with verses uh, 42, 43, 44. I think what I want. Yeah, 43, 44, and 45 this morning. Because when you read all of the Acts of the Apostles, we've been seeing the power of prayer. Oh, yeah, You're not going to do anything without prayer man and prayer is not informing God God already knows so when you pray don't think you telling God what God is rough down here What I, you know. no <laughs> when we pray we are recognizing the reality that we are totally dependent on him yeah. right. God I can't move without you I can't breathe without you God I need you in every area of our lives this morning, thank you, Brother Marcus, who co-teach with me, our teenagers. And I told them a fascinating thing this morning, Reverend Clement, Doctor. I told him we used to have prayer at public school. <gasps> Amen. My God. <laughs> yeah, we used to start every day. Anybody went to school back then, don't be ashamed of dating yourself or some of them. Some of them went to school and they had the ABCs around the wall. Now, now they got the police around the wall because We've asked the Lord out. See, we, we, we pray. The power, and then also the power of the Holy Ghost. We can do nothing without the power of the Holy Ghost in our lives. Zechariah 4 and 6, not by power nor by might, but by my spirit, said the Lord of hosts. And then the power proclamation. Peter stood and preached. And you won't go for this church Have survived 92 years because half of those 92 years, we had the same pastor. You were blessed enough and had enough sense to keep the same man for almost 40 years. That's stability. Somebody say amen. 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 Don't don't fool yourself. We have a great music department, great building, but listen, without proclamation, it's nothing. Amen. And when Reverend Franklin died, y'all didn't start looking for a musician. Y'all start praying for a preacher, pastor, and I told y'all I was in terror, minding my own business. I think I was whipping Billy, and and I heard the voice say, "Hush, somebody's calling my name." So here I am, here I be. So, uh, 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 and the fourth part is the power of praise in verse number 47 I'll get to that more next week today I want to look at still looking at the continue a contagious congregation let's read verses 41 through 47 but I'm just going to lift up for our time together verses 43, 44 and 45 now again these uh, Jewish men have been saved Peter preached the power of preaching pricked them in their hearts and that's what preaching will do it'll prick you ouch and then you'll fall out with the preacher Reverend McClendon make me sick oh that's all he talk about well you guilty see you guilty cause I used to be the same way when that preacher preached When I, uh, he make me sick he all preach about something well I was just guilty but when I got my life straight I was his number one chili. preach on man Preach on. Amen. But when you're guilty, it's hard to say, man, when that book is cutting out. So that's why some people don't come to church. It's not because of such a great farewell. A lot of people never been saved and they don't want to hear the truth because they said, men and brethren, what shall we do? Peter didn't say, go join church. Peter said, repent. <laughs> Wait, man. <laughs> And they won't be baptized. They won't repent. So, so verses forty-one through forty-six. This is what they did. Those three thousand and one hundred twenty-three thousand hundred twenty people in the church. Look what they did. Let's read verses forty-one through forty-six. Okay, okay. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about three thousand souls, and they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. And fear came upon every soul and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And all that believed were together and had all things common and sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need. And they, continuing daily with one accord in the temple, and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God, and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily, such as should be Save. Amen. The grass it, the flower will fade but the word of our God shall stand forever. A contagious fellowship, part four. Here we are, we are at part four. You may be seated, and we want to emphasize verses 43, 44, and 45. And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And all that believed were together, had all things common, and sold their possessions and, and their goods, and parted them to, el- to all men as every man had need. Come See, time is the potential killer of enthusiasm. How do we stay excited for Jesus in times like these? What have happened to most Christians, because these were Christians, what have happened to most Christians is the fact so many Christians have lost their enthusiasm, their excitement about Jesus. Uh, uh, let me say that again. What have happened to so many Christians? How do we stay excited uh, uh, in, in times like these where we will be so excited that our excitement become contagious? Uh, uh, how, how, do we, how, do, how do you stay excited after 92 years? Out of, out of 40 years or 50 years being married, how do you still stay excited about the same person? How do you stay excited on your job? You've been there a long time. Are oh, you just going through the motions, and just be glad when it's over. And what have happened in a lot of our churches, a lot of believers, a lot of believers have lost their excitement just keep looking at me. It's hard to believe but there are some people here used to dance in Jesus and got saved, and used to cut a step. Choir song like this choir song this morning you would dance yourself plum funky. Must Your wig will get wiped. Amen. But now it become more of an intellectual acquiescence time where I can just sit in service and look like a calf looking at a new gate. What happened to the excitement? See, uh, 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 if we are not careful and if we don't stay with the word, we will become just normal, unexcited. It's not like being married a while. You know how do you first get married? The first six months you try to eat up the next six months sometime you wish you had you know you'd, you'd be a time that's why I tell all these young folk just get married I tell them all when you first get married get up at least two hours early getting dressed for church because when you first get married just looking at you get excited you know? that's why I tell you get up at least two or three hours before church to get ready but then you stay long, stay married so long, you lose. Oh, girl, put your clothes on. Let's go the trip. right. How do you? How do you stay? Oh, how do we stay excited as Chris? I'm not gonna let the world beat me. They, I'm not gonna let South by Southwest beat me being more excited about that than I am about Jesus. See, you know, I, I'm not gonna let. Uh, McConaughey be more excited about his new film than I am about Christ. The church at Laodicea, Revelations chapter three, verse fifteen. Paul John said, "I know your works. You're neither cold nor hot. I would thou you were cold or hot. Not, I'm gonna spew you out of my mouth." Jesus said in Matthew nine thirty seven and thirty eight, "The harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are." you. Pray ye therefore that the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into the harvest. My brothers and my sisters if you haven't heard it's harvest time. Amen. <laughs> we are living in a city where less than 18 percent go to church on Sundays. <laughs> Somebody say it's harvest time. we we're we'll live, living in a city. You talking about a golden opportunity for us to share the gospel of Christ? It's in the city of Austin. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, less than eighteen percent. You might say, "Where is the harvest?" The harvest is wherever you are. Some of y'all living with the harvest. <laughs> Some of y'all stay in the neighborhood of the harvest. Some of y'all work. With people in the harvest. Some of you got, and if you go to HEB, you go to Walmart, the harvest is everywhere. What's happening to Christians not saying anything to people about Christ? Yesterday afternoon, excuse me for being personal, I was out in Leander at a volleyball. Tournament. My one of my granddaughters from the Dallas area playing volleyball, and I was talking to a daddy and, and I, uh, that uh, a guy. I said I invited he and his wife to church, and he said I don't go to church no more. I'm a Muslim, and he said I used to be Baptist, and I got his number. I'm gonna talk to him because I want to ask him, what well, you saved?" <laughs> See, that's the difference. See, all he did just swap one religion for another one. See. See, we're not pushing religion. The early church was not pushing religion. They were pushing a relationship with Jesus. And there cannot be no fellowship if there is no relationship. And, 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 and the early church, they were not trying to be mega. They weren't trying to be mega. They were not trying to be a particular denomination. They were just trying to bring glory and honor to Jesus Christ. See, and, and, and get away from these people. That's why a lot of folks think they say because they join church. Joining church is not salvation. There's no salvation in getting baptized with water. You must be born again. And that's where you start asking these people. These folks, who, a lot of these people have never been saved. They have never invited Christ into their life. You don't get saved through osmosis. You get saved when you ask him, If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. You know my testimony, I was a member of four different denominational churches, Baptist, Methodist, Church of God in Christ, and Church of Living God. I didn't drink, I didn't smoke, and I was lost in all of them because I had not received Christ as my Savior. And so this New Testament church, and then we'll study right now Dr. Foster's book, We Are a Fellowship of Sinners not a fellowship of saints. Don't think everybody around here is saved. Well, amen. That's why a lot of folks stopped coming. They saw, uh-uh. Amen. Wherever you go, you're going to find some St. James members. And all you got to do is walk in the club and holler, I'm hooked. Somebody going to talk about, on the book. See, see, right <laughs> so I'm not on any. Everybody around here is not saved. We are a fellowship of sinners who've been saved. We are trying to be more like Jesus. What, what, what can we learn? See, last time we talked about spiritual discipleship. They were committed to four things. Verse number 42. They were committed for those people who were saved. Now again, ask people, are they saved? You better ask people. Stop going on because they go to church. I told you all. You all had seen me. I hear you, brother. 46 years ago. I acted. I looked like I was. had a Bible in my car, robe in my car, but my robe was just in the car, just in case I stayed out all Saturday night. If I didn't have time to go home Sunday, I went straight from the club to the church. Well, bless his name. So don't get tri- don't get it twisted. You better ask somebody. Are you a Republican or Democrat? Okay, now you better. Ask. Uh, they, they got saved. Look what they did. Four things. They continue to step fast. They were committed. Somebody say committed. They were committed. See, you can't grow if you're not committed. And you can say what you want to say about LeBron James, that crowd, but he's committed. That guy play ball, was sport. They're committed, man. That's how you have your job. You know you're not that smart. Okay, no, but you're committed. Okay, no, I'm going to say that. I say that you know, but you're committed. You there before work. You're committed. And they were committed to four things. Look what they were committed to, what? Bible study. They were committed to fellowship. Good, wholesome fellowship. You can't beat it. Man, I wish we could be here every day. I'd like to, amen, I, amen. I love being around my brothers and sisters in Christ. Well, bless his name. Amen. I, anybody else here, I love, I don't care. No, They're not perfect because I'm not perfect. But I'd rather be with my brothers and sisters in Christ than anybody. Because when I'm with my brothers and sisters in Christ, in the fellowship, they encourages me to stay with the Lord. They encourage me to keep living for Christ. And then the Lord's Supper and then also prayer. Those four elements are spiritual dis- uh, discipleship. I want to look at briefly this morning the verses 43, 44, 45, uh, spiritual development. What From discipleship, there should be some evidence that you are becoming. Thank you Michelle Obama. Uh, that, you are bec- that you are spiritually maturing. James chapter 2 verse 17 said, even so faith If it had not worked, it's dead, being alone. Three things demonstrate spiritual development. First of all, the miraculous. Somebody say the miraculous. See, verse number 43, and fear came upon every soul, reverential fear, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. A miracle is a divine operation that transcends what is normally perceived as natural law. In other words, there are at least 18 miracles in the book of the Acts of the Apostles alone. Because God is a miracle worker. And that's why some of us can't be quiet. Because we are the recipients of a miracle working God. <laughs> that, that, that's why some of us can't be quiet because when you think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for you, you know it was a miracle. God worked a miracle. Yes, sir. We ought to be dead. Some of y'all used to be so high they thought you were 747. 747. But look at you now. If you don't tell nobody, nobody will ever know how messed up you was. And that's what people tell you. You'll never be sober. You'll never live. And look at you now because of the miracle working power of God. He's a miracle worker. (laughs) Amen. Bless the Lord. Amen. And I've seen some miracles every time I see Brother Edward shouting every time I hear Deacon Cassaberry singing miracles man we unplugged them (laughs) and they still here amen. some of y'all been sick doctor walked out call your family together and now the doctor's dead you still here because you're a miracle he is a miracle worker yes sir so, have a black man president, United States, that's a miracle. For black and whites to be getting along today. That's a miracle. <laughs> God, see, for with God nothing shall be impossible. That's why Acts chapter three, the lame man, miracle. And Paul and Peter were so full of the Holy Ghost they were praying. He didn't say nothing to them. Just his shadow passing over people. They were healed. Anybody need a miracle? Listen, you're in the right place because we serve a miracle working God. Don't give up on God. He may not come when you want him. He's always on time. He's a miracle worker, Amen. That's why you all tell your testimony. sometime. Why, why encourage Reverend Clemens to write his book? You know, you can't tell everything. Don't tell people everything, You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Amen. All right. But you ought to tell some. See some. Look at us. Look at me. People. Look at you. Look at your neighbor next to you. Look. People see you, people think we've been like this all of our lives yeah, right. at church yeah, right. on Sunday morning. There you are, Casper. Yeah. People think you know, they don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know. Nah, nah, nah. with your old gambling self. They don't know. And Big Mom said, Yo, Jicky self. Yeah. Yeah. Your whole chasing self. Yeah. Yeah. And look at you now even your family say it's a miracle you ought you ought to see he, he's going to church now what it's a miracle <laughs> well bless his name God and God still worked miracles Not only that, that's the development keep praying I know you got some folk in your life keep praying for them God work miracles amen, amen. God work miracles he's a miracle now you can't tell him now god still work miracles but the, the but 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 the gift of, of, of miracles is not operative as it was then but god still work miracles You see, god have given me the power to work miracles when he want to i pray for people who've been healed from blindness but it don't happen all the time you see and it's not for show. Sure. Because if the if if the gift of miracle was still operative today, I preach you this morning head straight to Saint David. Get everybody out of Get out of here. Then I go over to seat. Get out. Walking. I walk and I see you snatching tubes and get out. <laughs> but all healing is still it's miraculous. And he works some. Some of us needed some miracles. Amen. Well, bless the Lord. I get hungered. I don't go no far because a miracle worker. And some of y'all learn. Some of y'all won't say Amen till you get it because you. But you know, if you drive in a car, if you bought a house, you know your credit was so bad it needed a bodyguard. And when you walked in there, and the banker said, "You have you get ready for your," the bank said, uh, "Your loan was it was." You you get now. (laughs) Amen. All Because right. he's a miracle worker, man. Amen. He healed, he healed. Hey, the miracle of God. Then, then second, I'm, not, I'm just going to have time for just two of these points. Because I can't get to this third point. Because somebody need a miracle. Listen, you're in the right spot. You're in the right place. If you need God to do something in your life. <laughs> you've been trying to go to AA, but you can't beat it. No, you can't beat it. But we serve a God who, who's a miracle worker. Amen. Amen. I, I'll tell you just a little bit of my testimony. I used to hate a bunch of folk. <laughs> and I had made up my mind, I'm going to kill a bunch of people. Now this is 46 years ago. Don't look at me funny now. Amen. Been saved 46 years. But he saved me. I don't hate anybody. Miracle. If I had time, don't have time this morning, I could pass the mic. We'd be here this time next year. Somebody will be telling me what God did in your life. But he's a miracle worker. Faithful to one woman going home at night. Some of y'all used to have a stage name. Licorice whatever it was well bless his name he's a miracle worker <laughs> give your neighbor a high five sir. I know that's so amen he's a miracle worker the miraculous and then not only the miraculous look at that spiritual development their unity somebody say unity see they See verse number 44 and, and, and all that believed yeah. see not, not all who believed <laughs> yeah. all who were saved were together, yeah. together. and had all things common. Yes, see there the, was the, 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 the unity in their commitment to Jesus and to each other. Right. See uh, the devil doesn't mind us gathering he don't want us to come together watch that, you watch that Now you gotta watch that, you watch that the devil don't mind us gathering he just don't want us to come together because there is unity in togetherness you don't believe me? Come here, Deacon Gray. Come be great. Great. Come here right quick. I'm going to show you. Show you. Show you. Show you. Come here. Come here, Gray. Come here, Gray. Come up here. you a young fella. Young deacon. Yeah, break this stick for me. Break that. Can you pop that thing there? Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Oh! Sister Gray said, I knew he could. I knew he could. Now, watch this. Come back. Come back. Come back. Now, watch this. Now, break this one. See, not on my hands. Thank you, man. See, thank you. See the power of unity. By itself, easy. Put them together. Anybody else want to try? Anybody want to try? See, by itself, you won't last no time. I can't think of his name. The monkey in uh, uh, the planet of the apes said, monkeys, apes, strong together. Caesar said, oh, "Make strong together. See, power of togetherness. That's why this church has survived ninety-two years. Didn't have a whole lot of money. Didn't have a large, but they stayed together. You, you let us. You let us come together. You let us stand together in Jesus' name." You ain't seen nothing yet. You haven't seen what God gonna do. Let us come together. So yeah, some things I don't like about you. There's some things I don't like about you. So what? That's not important. The sad reality is that basketball and sports did more to unify the, the nation than the church. Sunday morning is still the most segregated time of the week but sports, I, excuse for being personal again, when I finished high school, 1969 from Mount Enterprise, Texas 447 people but they had given me a scholarship to Latourna University in Longview, Texas I had lived in a segregated world colored only and white only but I went to LaTonna University over 1200 students only 5 blacks 7 blacks, 5 guys and 2 girls and and I played ball with some guys from Mississippi white guys from Alabama who would never have spoken to me on the streets but they put on the same color jersey that I had on and all of a sudden they lost their whiteness they lost their southernness. we were on the same team I never shall forget the day it was a Wednesday or Thursday in basketball practice when the first time I saw in real life a white man bleed His name was Ed White from Oklahoma City. I borrowed his Mustang to take my wife on my first date. We were playing and Ed got hit in the nose. And blood started running down his nose. And we were shocked. Say, man, your blood is the same color. Why are we so separated? And we were so mesmerized?" Coach Mel Frasky, our coach had to stop practice and we all sat down on the floor looking at Ed's white red blood and what brought us together that day was a LaTourna University jersey but then the spirit spoke to me when I got saved, you know what really brought you together? The blood of Jesus. What can wash away my sin. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Blood brings us together. Get together. St. James, stay together. Pray together. You ain't seen nothing yet. I'm just going to stop right here, but you ain't seen nothing. You let us get together. Reach out, catch your neighbor by the hand, say, I need you you need me and together we're going to see God do some miraculous things because there is power in togetherness hallelujah 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 I dare to stay together excuse me for being present. That's why my wife and I made it going on 48 years. Because when I married her all I had was a dream. But we stayed together. Little didn't have no money. Had $35 in my pocket. But we stayed together. There's somebody here this morning know you made it. You stayed together listen y'all know the story i told you about the little boy scout and i'll be finished walking through the woods going home and this woman was drowning in the pond being a boy scout she was hollering help help save me i'm drowning the boy being a boy scout runs up because of the boy scout you got to be prepared he runs up reaches in the water and grabs her by the leg. He pulls on her leg. It was false. It came off. <laughs> she kept help how help, help save me. I'm trying. So then he reaches in and grabs her by the arm. Uh, and as Big Mama said in East Texas, he yanked on it. He, and it too was false. Came off. She kept hollering, "Help! Help! Save me! I'm drowning!" Well, by this time, the only thing, only place he could grab in, he reached in and grabbed about a half. Uh, yeah, you know, and he pulled on it. Yeah, she had been to Sister Richards' place, and uh, it was a weave, and it came off, and she kept howling, "Help!" help save me, I'm drowning. By that time, the little boy was so frustrated. He said, listen, woman, if you stay together long enough, I can save you. And that's what God said to the church, to some marriage, somebody, if you stay together long enough, God said, I'll save you. And I'll give him, we give him the praise and the glory. And the people of God said, Amen. Give God a hand clap of praise. (laughs) Stay together. Stay together.